Disclaimer, this podcast contains adult language. Fuck the pound coin, moon to Scotland. Remember football, mind that. Remember Scotland missed a penalty in a shootout? Nah, me neither. Remember we did things the easy way? We actually did. We never used to give folk heart attacks mid-game. We qualified for pretty much everything all the way up to the late 90s. But we fucking sealed it. We did it in the most Scottish fashion imaginable. Did anybody actually think we would get there without it being as dramatic as it was? If you had to sum up the last 22 years in a game, then that game would be a perfect fit for everybody. So why no stick is on, sit back and relive the glorious magic of Thursday's game and relish the last 22 years with us, which made it so much sweeter. Good evening and welcome to the Armchair Pundits. Hello there folks and welcome back to the Armchair Pundits with Lester Lindsay and Hammy Hamilton. This week's episode is like no other. The Scotland national team are at a tournament and we are going to talk straight about it for the next 45 minutes. I hope you enjoy. Hammy, straight into it, what's your opinions? Rangers 8, Hamilton <laughs> nil. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. You're not talking about not it? Scotland. We don't just squeeze it in. No. Tw- Twenty-two minutes right, on that game. Eight now, right? That's that's all I have to say. Right. What about this Shrinrad one? Two one. I'm not talking about it. Brian Rice out. You still thinking that? I'm not talking about it. Scotland. 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 That's all about Scotland. Not about the shame of Hamilton. All about Scotland. 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 So first thing I'll ask you. Where were you? Because it's one of those moments. Where the fuck do you think? One of those moments where you'll remember where you were. I was in Belgrade, mate. I was watching it for the stadiums. No, I was in my... Sorry, I was going to say my bedroom. I was in my girlfriend's bedroom. I was in in her bedroom in Belgrade. I just watched it in the house. Bedgrade? I also watched (laughs) it in the house, to be fair. I was watching the game with my girlfriend, um, and she spent a large chunk of the game on our phone but when it went to penalty shootouts it's that way that I'm just being like no he's going to miss this he's got it social watch so Aye. that she can understand why I'm going tonto if Aye. we win mate Carter missed every single penalty did she? she hides under the covers for Where every did she penalty take? what? Where did she take? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I uh, just you're always going to remember where you are I know it was a living room that kind of makes it a bit like surreal to think about aye, like, everybody that's aye, seen it seen it for the living room aye like people always say at my work and stuff like that oh where were you when Joe Jordan scored that goal to put us into the World Cup still my after dad, like aye. 16 years <laughs> and all that aye, you were still in your, your uh, oh I was going to say something really crude there but I better know on you go is that alright on you go and your dad's mangina that's fair enough <laughs> <laughs> he listens to it so he'll keep his lap for that one and your dad's sack um <laughs> In fact, no, you probably wouldn't have been developed in the 70s. Like, no, you wouldn't no, have no. even thought about it. No, I was, my dad was probably just a grunt his dad's eye at that point. Aye, aye, <laughs> right, right. So, what was I even saying again? Aye, Joe Jordan's going to put us in at the World Cup. People always say, oh, where were you? Uh-huh. But, like, where were you when David Marshall made that same eye? I was in the fucking living room. It was a coronavirus aye. pandemic, whatever you want to call it. I was standing on my feet with my hands over my face. Aye, watching our TV. Watching Mitrovic, because every Serbia penalty before it, I'd said, oh, he's got Day Marshall. Marshall's got it. Big Marshall's yeah. got it. And everyone went in. 
really unlucky with I think it was the third one. Mm-hmm. Got a strong hand to it and it was almost a carbon copy of Griffith's penalty with the opposite yep. about him. Ah, right, okay, aye. Um, Kiva gets a strong hand, but it still goes in. But then Mitrovic steps up and just David Marshall becomes top shagger. Mate, I reckon if Declan Gallagher was in goal for that Mitrovic, he would have fucking saved the day. <laughs> He'd have cracker, Mate, didn't he? He emptied his pockets when he got home. Declan Gallagher and Mitrovic was right up his ass. Aye, he was in next to his khakis. Aye, definitely, aye. aye. Uh, just a wee point I want to make about David Marshall. I was so happy to actually see that it was him that made that save because you think we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago on the show it was the three kind of Scotland keepers of this generation you've had Craig Gordon Alan McGregor David Marshall both Craig Gordon and Alan McGregor have had amounts of success at their club level they've had two uh, trophies league titles Marshall never really had that at club level uh, he's now got that moment uh, that's actually a good point Scotland uh, to so that's all three of those keepers have had a, yeah. a career defining moment as I'm dead, dead, just dead happy to see uh, he, even Marshall he was in disbelief <laughs> that was like the most Scottish thing you were ever likely to see in your life, isn't it? Aye, like, aye, even he couldn't actually believe that Scotland had qualified and it was him that done it, so aye. it had to take a wee second. I know, that was so funny. I think the actual story behind that is that the fourth official or whatever says to him, if you save this, then don't celebrate. So that's the actual reason behind it, because he ah, said that okay. in an interview. So that's why he was saying to him, like, I'm all like, right. can, I, can I celebrate without making an arse of myself uh-huh. and then you blow back I fucking make a blunder it and serve uh-huh. through to the Euros I like how it was only David Marshall though David Marshall was looking to the, the ref and the linesman as if I'm alright like is it good is it good is it good and that must have felt like a lifetime for him and by the time uh-huh. he turns round to celebrate uh-huh. the team are there they're right uh-huh. on him I only make just about a <laughs> the spear him it's a spear but I uh, 22 years 22 I uh, 23 by the time the games come about and it's that's it put to bed now We'll have actually done it. The monkey's off the back now, you could say. Uh, well, you never know. But what I, what I think with that team is as well, we've obviously got Czech Republic, Croatia and England in a group. That's not an easy group. It's not, it's not the hardest group you can get, but it's not an easy group. Um, for all the pot one teams, you could get Germany, Spain, France. England is the best one for us. Well, we can beat Czech Republic. We know that. Aye. If they get coronavirus cases, we can beat Czech Republic. <laughs> we can beat the B team. Aye. Aye. We can beat the B team. We've proven that. Um... We've proven that this year. We're still unbeaten, by the way. I uh-huh. forgot about that. I just yeah. obviously we've got a game. I need to watch what I'm saying. This is Saturday night, by the way, when we're recording. Aye, but we'll, we'll have a game, game tomorrow, tomorrow. 2pm. Aye, so... We'll pump them, I know. Aye, we should. We <laughs> should. on top of the world right now, but the thing is, they've been partying like the fuck. You've seen the, the 4am conga with David Marshall? Aye, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> is, this like, is this going to handle the players in the game coming up? Who actually gives <laughs> a fuck? Like, this Nations League, like, I don't Aye. care what happens now. We're at a tournament. And that conga is like, one of the best things to come out of that. Full hang, wasn't it? Aye. David uh, That song, like the songs that have come about, obviously, Yes, Sir, I Can Boogie as well. Aye. The two songs that have come out, like, I really, really hope that Yes, Sir, I Can Boogie is the new Scotland goal song. Aye. That'd be absolutely well, fantastic. I see that, Yes, Sir, I Can Boogie. What is it? Is it, what, is it for a player? Does there a player? Is it like, if you do not know this? Dandy Robertson. Have you not heard this? Like? No, I've heard the song, but is it, what, what's it for? Andy Considine. Is it? Not, is I've, it for Andy Considine? Have you not seen this? No. No. So Andy Constein on the stag do years and years ago. Aye. Um it was away with like I think Charlie McGrew, Cy Ferry, and then the boys that were on open goal. They ah. um, they went away on Andy Constein stag do and he made a video to that song where he's wearing like a a, a short skirt and like oh, is that the one he's licking his finger or something? Aye, and the Aye. the blonde wig, so he makes a full music video with him. Best wank. <laughs> <laughs> I know, a questionable wank, but you had to yeah. do it. <laughs> uh, that's how, like, the video in the changing room, it's absolutely brilliant to see Andy Constantine just going mental. That's kind of the reason I wanted him over here as well. Just for the part. Aye, absolute part of Andy Constantine dressed up as a woman. 
Uh, no, but that's so that's where that's came from. Did you? Constantine? Aye. No, I didn't even play. Every player that played in the team, aye. But no Andy Constantine. No, no. He didn't play there. He didn't feature. Uh, so does his song, so is it like, yes, sir, I can boogie, but I need Andy Considine. No, no. There's, the fans don't sing it to him. No. It's just the only stag do. They, they dressed up and sang so it. So it's still, I need a certain song. Aye, aye, aye. It's just the exact same lyrics, but it's just because Andy Constantine ah, dressed up as a right, Made a bit of a humility. I, I don't know that. I knew I can ask it. Like, I spent, it's been doing the rounds on Twitter and stuff. Aye, like, I on Twitter. I've, mate, it's just been one of the, I've been busy at work and stuff no, like that. I've really. not had a real chance to go into social media a lot lately, but. Um, I've not been off it. Have you know? No, I've not been off Twitter. But social media or the drink? Just Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> i seen a, I seen a funny one, actually. It was so, to get a bit of context, it's Davy Marshall, like, looking to the ref as if to say, am I all right to celebrate you? And it says, it's Isa underneath it. And then it shows you a, a picture of him celebrating. And it says, aye, with sandwiches. Isa, <laughs> <laughs> oh, with sandwiches. Yeah, that's class, man. Um, aye, but I had a wee drink, man. That was two months I was after drink there. Uh-huh, aye. Uh-huh. So, had a wee, if you're ever going to have a drink, it's if you're ever going to break your whatever, if you're going sober or whatever. So but I pretty much had done Sober October without even realising. Aye. It was like the sixth of November and I went, I just done Sober October and I never even knew. Uh I'm no like actually It's like your first Sober October. Yes, definitely. Oh, well, aye. well, other than when I was like four year old and stuff like that. <laughs> but, aye, yeah. but since um I became about thirteen then probably. Aye. Um Aye, so I had a, if you're ever going to have a drink or a toast or whatever, called. if you're ever going to break your hang, then I think that's... I'm, I'm off it again. Oh, just nearly took the mic out there. Square <laughs> with the mic. But if you're ever going to have a drink, then that's, that's a great excuse. Yeah. But I'm off it again. I'm just going to try and... Um, I put on a lot of weight and stuff like that since lockdown. You know what I'm, I'm getting at? Tell, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Taking up half the webcam. But uh, they're half it, aye. <laughs> Says you. Fucking chunky monkey are there. I didn't even say a word earlier. <laughs> talk to yourself. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, anyway, back to the Hamilton game with Rangers kidding on. Right, Scotland? Aye, Scotland. Right, sorry, before we go into Scotland, you've done Sober October. Fair play, well done. Um, are you taking part in No Nut November now? No Nut November? Ah. Uh-huh. What's No Nut November? I don't, I don't know how you... No Nut... It's pretty... No Mate, I'm allergic to nuts. <laughs> I always do no not in November. What like, nuts is you're actually allergic to again? The P and D's. D's? I, D's nuts. Oh, D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm not allergic. Aye. Do you know what Aye, so I'm, I always do. I just stay clear of all nuts. Right, okay, mate, it's so. not actual literal nuts, mate. I'll explain it to you in our time, not on the show, but I'll explain to you what no not November is. All right, okay. In our time. Right. Um, all is it something dirty or something? Aye. Right, yeah. oh, no right. bus, not November. That's oh, right. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it that then. Hey, buddies, I gotta get the rag end of the stick there. I'm not into to you. I'm not I'm not <laughs> I don't even know if I'm off. Like, I just stay clear of them, mate. I actually just completely stay clear of nuts. Fair enough. Right, this is just getting silly. Right, we'll go through the lineup. We'll talk about the biggest moments each player can hang. We'll not want to spend too long going through it, but just a wee. Rough reminder of how brilliant these guys were on the night. Yes. So, start with number one, David Marshall. <laughs> Unreal, aren't he? Oh my word, mate. Yep, absolute hero. He had an absolute howler against, who was he playing the game before Scotland for Derby? No, I can't remember, mate. It was somebody weird like Coventry or something, or Barnsley, and he yeah. had an absolute howler. So, going into the game, 
you know, his form wasn't the greatest, but well, is he ever actually let Scotland down? He's just consistently class. He's been brilliant for Scotland, it means a lot to him, obviously, playing. Aye, so the thing that people tend to forget about the game is his save an extra time. At 1-0, I was going to mention this, blow his right-hand side. Aye, Aye. brilliant save, kept it in the game, took us the penalties, and then he was a hero there as well. That save, an extra time, I think you could argue is more important than a save from Mitrovic's penalty. Yes. Like, that's the iconic moment. Aye. Save beforehand. Allowed us to get to penalties. Yep. Yep, it was outstanding. By the way, what was the script with the kit? Mate. I don't, I still don't get that. How, it was, how's it was that pink the full game, wasn't it? It was Defo's pink, aye. Uh, but then, that photo, it's orange. Aye, see in the dressing room and stuff, it's orange as well. Mate. It's weird. And then, did you see when somebody put a picture up at Hamden and it was the same kit, but it looked yellow? What? Mm-hmm. It just keeps changing colours, but the, t- the top is orange. When you look at it, when you want to buy it, it's an orange top. It just must be whatever way the lighting or the camera worked, it just changed the colour. No way. Aye. Strange one, isn't it? But we'll go on to the centre-backs. I can, no, I actually can't believe that. I, I was meaning to ask you about this before the podcast. Uh, about the what the script and that was, but I'm, I'm, mate, I'm so confused on it all. Because the picture, the, the, the iconic moment of him doing that pure typical Scottish thing when something good happens and you actually have to ask about 300 times to actually verify that it's, it's actually, actually happened. Yep. That iconic moment mm-hmm. in the picture of him asking the ref, did and I just actually cat. save that or is that... No, sorry, I didn't ask that. I'm taking it <laughs> Did I save that? <laughs> that? No, he's obviously sort of David Ibarra or whatever. So that yep. iconic picture against him with McBurney, Ryan Jack and Cal McGregor all celebrating, <laughs> that... Did he, like, I was thinking possibly, like, I know this is just the way my mind works, but I was thinking like, between that, there must have been an instance between that, like a split Where second, he changed he up, fucking aye. shut off and put on a new one for the celebrations. Because <laughs> like, it looked clean enough, <laughs> and that second pitch, the orange tap looks spotless. And may not, well, doesn't like, he? No? No. Am I imagining this? Aye, but okay, it looks like it's went 12, I'll take your word for aye, that. it looks as if it was like kicked about with the ball or something like that, it's bogging. Aye, no wonder that weather was atrocious again. Aye, like, I know. Yeah, fucking weird. Serbian uh, weather, you Scottish know. Scottish weather was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll go to set, uh, right back. Sorry, not centre backs. I said that earlier. That was a bit preemptive. Like Stephen O'Donnell, the first Motherwell entry of the the team. I thought again he was absolutely brilliant. Nah, he was I good. was. Um, I didn't think he would start. I personally thought he would put Palmer out there or Armstrong because obviously Armstrong yep. plays there for Southampton. Um, and O'Donnell came in because Palmer was injured. Yep. Um, since he's came in, he's been. I'd say. Pretty good to Donald, he's no put a foot wrong for us. Mate, is Armstrong playing fucking ice hockey? I mean, what the fuck, man? He didn't even get a second on the pitch. Aye, he's on the bench, I think. That's a bit mad, don't I? Steve Clark seems to have his, his system. Yeah. He starts at the same team and it's the same subs that come on. Yeah. Like, like Burnley McLean and stuff, he obviously aye, has a... Aye. That's to see the game no, out. No, I know, I know what you mean. He's more a creative player. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I thought O'Donnell, for a, uh, this is coming from a Hamilton fan, but I thought he was brilliant. Aye. Um, second best of the Motherwell players. Oh, Mate, Gallagher was the best for me. But we're going to Gallagher. Aye. Well, he, he played more central. Who was next? McTominay next. McTominay was next to him. But so, next to O'Donnell, aye. Aye, so we're going yeah. to McTominay. Uh-huh. Let's get it out in the open. Straight away. Jovic's goal. What's he doing? If you're ever going to pick a goal, I mean, they're switching off, and then there's switching off. Yep. He absolutely switched off for that, and right. I was screaming at the TV. And it's the worst man to let go. The Real Madrid, fifty million pound striker. Don't let him go in the box in the right. six yard box with a free header. Mate, he was the only player for me. And I actually read a, an article that they brought out in Serbia saying that why was 
Jovic no started for the Aye. beginning because he came on and he actually changed the full dynamic of the game. As you know, Serbia were not in the game whatsoever, especially yeah, the first half. Yeah, they changed like a 4-4-2. And as soon as that Jovic came on, he actually changed the full game. I think and also that you need to look at Scotland, the way we lined up. We keep, we brought the subs on McBurney and McLean and looked to set up shop a wee bit. So obviously that, we set back, defender a 1-0 lead, so that allowed him to come in there. But Jovic, yep. when he came on, was he looked a dangerous player and he got Aye. his goal. I know, definitely. Um, I've had my doubts about McTominay because obviously his English accent and all that. Yep. Um, but I think that's the best way to prove you're Scottish is to fuck it in the 90th minute Aye. to qualify. He <laughs> <laughs> is definitely Scottish Aye. at heart now, isn't he? That's him. That's no denying it. Mate, his celebrations are all proof that he's got Scottish in there. Aye. Like yeah. he was, he was, he's been the funniest I've seen. Him and Tierney Aye. are right up there. Look, see, just the way they go about their, their business and celebrating and all that. Uh-huh. You can just tell that McTominay, but being from Scotland, you can always spot a wank. You yep. can always spot a good guy. You can always spot somebody good that's down to earth. Aye. Aye, you can always spot someone that's down to earth. And I just always think when he does interviews and he's always smiling, he's, he's a pure down to earth guy. genuine guy. Aye, and see during the celebrations and all that, and he just keeps on fucking getting and all that. <laughs> and you're just like, it's a sick. bit annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it makes you sick. Right, Declan Gallagher, Paolo Maldini, what do you want to call him? Beckenbauer. No, Declan Gallagher. Don't Aye. compare him with these subpar centre half. Declan <laughs> Gallagher is the pinnacle of the centre half now. After that performance against Serbia, Mitrovic was their main player. Like obviously they had the likes of Dusan Tadic at Ajax, but Mitrovic, Dudan, Dusan Tadic. Mm. I don't know what did I say, Dudan. Oh, so just that with your accent goes something. Ah, it's fine. Okay, I do probably apologize. did say Dudan, Dusan. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm there now. Tarek's by Droxide now. Droxide. So Mitrovic is a main threat. See, I think that was pretty obvious for the other game plan. I'll have another one, I. Um, Milinkovic Savage. Sorry, I hammy was off on me. I can't aim, bro. There. Um, Through the webcam. Milinkovic <laughs> <laughs> Savage on the pitch. But Mitrovic was the main threat. Mm-hmm. But fourth time I think I've said that. But Mitrovic was the main threat. And Gallagher, he had him just on strings. Yeah. And Mitrovic tried. Gallagher was there. Uh, I think he's put himself in the eyes for a good move as well for Motherwell. Oh, so that's I something know. I want to say about Stephen O'Donnell as well, actually, before we go on. Um, his contract to Motherwell signed till January. So right. he's free to negotiate with clubs. Honestly. To go somewhere else. And I think the performances that he's put in a Scotland top, I would be amazed if he didn't get a move. Aye. Um, Much to what Motherwell fans will want. But maybe he might go like that. Like, since I've moved to Motherwell, my career's just shot through the roof so he might be like and they've obviously took him on after he left Kilmarnock because he obviously wanted to get another club maybe he wanted to aim a bit higher than Motherwell well he was training with Hamilton for a while and then rejected a contract yeah. so I didn't like him but you've got to after he gets Scotland qualified yeah you know? yeah yeah he was just probably was he just training to keep fit or something like that I don't know I don't know the ins and outs but he was yeah. at Hamilton and then signed for Motherwell I'm surprised which... you usually know quite a lot about Hamilton but know that one no not, not that one look your agenda <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know enough about it to talk about it. I don't want to come out and say things that aren't true. Mitrovic as well, just going back to Gallica. Yeah. Mitrovic was like, I can't remember the exact stats. Was it 19 goals in his last 18 Serbia appearances? I missed a goal, goal goal for Mate, Serbia. He aye. scores, like, obviously, I just literally said the stats, so he does statistically uh-huh. and more figuratively. Aye, he scores <laughs> more than one a game. Aye. So... Like Declan Gallagher, mate, just to step up, man. Like he's had like the worst start to the season with Motherwell. Yep, like aye. possible. Obviously, they've turned that ship around now. Uh-huh. But I just unbelievable. And by the way, that's the levels that we're dealing with here. That's Steve Clark. That's what he's getting paid for. 
how many people were starting Cooper? How many people? Aye, that's what I was going to say. Starting I seen McKenna. Gallagher in the lineup that you see McTominay. You know he's going to be a stick in mm-hmm. Steve Clark's defence. He just he obviously likes him there. We'll come on to Tierney in a minute, but I Gallagher, I didn't think he was going to continue playing. Yep. I thought Cooper was a shoe in. He's the Leeds captain. He's back available. That's the player who you would think would automatically be. If under any other manager like Gordon Strachan and McLeish, it would be a player that's in the English Premier League. But to take Steve Clark, a man like him who just he obviously knows yeah. how to set up a team. Aye. You look at the camaraderie in the squad as well. They're all playing for each other. That's what you're after. Exactly. See Cooper as well. He plays in the centre of that three yep. with Leeds. Uh-huh. He captains them in yep. the Premier League. Uh-huh. And that's the levels that Steve Clark, like any other manager in the world, picks it based on the levels. Aye. But then look at, not just, I'm not just talking about um, Declan Gallagher. I'm talking about Lyndon Dykes as well. Uh-huh. You've got a guy, Ollie McBurney, sitting on the bench. Aye, he plays in the Premier League yep. with Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. And the the complete level down for that, it's not even one of the, the, the championship clubs that are really pushing no, this I season. No, no pushing it away. So it's QPR in the championship. You've got Lyndon Dykes, both kind of similar in their stature. Uh-huh. And Lyndon Dykes is keeping him out of the team. And that, to me, is just what Steve Clark brings. Aye. Like, yep. It's his method. It's his methodology. And that's... Both became so hard to beat through this. He's benched Cooper for Gallagher. Yep. He's benched McBurney for, and you could talk about O'Donnell. You can talk for about Palmer. I Palmer seemed to be a Steve Clark man, but what I like about Clark is, like, once you're, like, seems to be anyway. Once you're in the team, if, whether it be somebody that's injured, once you're in, if you play well, you keep that position. Aye. Like Gallagher played well. I think after the who was it the last game we played before that? Was it Czech Republic? It was Czech Republic. Went to Gallagher's interview. Steve Clark had said. Gallagher still be losing a Scotland top every game he's yeah. played he's won so looking back you could maybe understand why he's played like, well no you don't understand why he's played Gallagher because he fucking qualified so whatever yeah. he does is magic right but you could have seen that he was going to start him what is it with Motherwell producing all these players that only play well for Scotland <laughs> <laughs> like the O'Donnell Gallagher James McFadden James McFadden not I mean but I just the levels in the game are just aye. ridiculous and that's why he's the manager and not everybody else yep so next we had Kieran Tierney over Andy Constant, I wasn't particularly happy when I seen it, but I just again watched the game unfold. He hard to understand why. He seemed to and they making that run forward. I think he only went forward once in the game, Aye. but in the 30th minute, Robertson stretched the pitch really well. McGregor and Tierney play a nice one to him. Tierney gets up forward, yeah. just puts an extra body up there. That um, was a moment of magic, and I think everyone turned around to whoever they were watching the game with and went, See, that's why Tierney should be playing left wing. Why? I think everybody at that moment was thinking, that you're playing Tierney in a back three, he can't go forward really. Mm. But that's what he can do when he goes forward. It was like I think the Serbian defence shot itself. Yep. They were just like, what the fuck? Well, what? I think through the very what start the of the game, Serbia looked nervy. Like Scotland had the ball and they were passing it about, and Serbia weren't pressing at all. They were sitting deep, and they were allowing Scotland to have the ball and grow into the game. And that's how I think we got our confidence. And then Tierney bombing up forward just epitomises that as a centre back who's thinking, let's take the game to them. Like you can leave us, I'm going, to, I'm going to take this risk and make them even more edgy. Yep. And that's what I think the full team done brilliantly was calculated risks. The risk assessment before the was brilliant. Um, left wing back, Andy Robertson, Captain Robbo. I'm oh. not calling him it. Oh, Captain Robbo. Yep, I'm not calling him it. I'm done with that now. Are you? That's it. He's well, I know you even mention it, or you just kind of scrub it out of your history. So, episodes 1 to 10, he was mm-hmm. And then, uh-huh. for now, on, he's Captain Robbo. Captain Robbo. Yep, I thought he was outstanding. No. Um, I think, again, just everything that happens, he seems to be at the heart of it. Yep. His drive the game was absolutely brilliant. He was, the, he was the captain, he led everybody on. He was 
the man who was, you knew was going to take the ball forward. The, he was just a captain. He was brilliant yeah. at what he'd done. He led that team by example. Jack Tierney would have scored that goal. Aye, oh, were you going to, was that your butt? But that was the butt. Aye, that was. I need to slag him once. I, can't, I just need to get it. <laughs> what a miss. Aye, it was a miss. It was a big miss. And then moments later, we did score, but I thought it that was a big miss, sorry. It was that I'm bro, just getting to me now. But, uh, moments later, you were going to say, we scored. Crinkled, cut to Were you finished, sorry? I was finished, aye. Right, okay, aye. That's why uh, I like my pint. Aye, big miss. And at the end, I was, do you know that way you're like, you're screaming at the telly, but after Serbia score, you're just screaming, you're like, you're a better manager than Steve Clark. Obviously, I don't know, but you think that for that time, aye. right? So Andy Robertson's taking quick throw-ins, and the commentator's like, oh, I don't know why. Andy Robertson's in such a rush, and I was like, because he's a winner! He's a winner, he wants to win the game! <laughs> like, just going medal at the telly. Aye. Uh, you get any more to say about Andy? No, Captain Robbo? No, no, no. So we're going to our whole midfielders of, we'll start with Ryan Jack. Mate, like, I, I honestly, I didn't actually think that that would work. See Ryan Jack and Cal McGregor uh-huh. playing that holding midfield mm-hmm. pair. Yep. I never thought that would work, mate. That is like the best duo you'll get in Scottish football at the moment. Yep. They work so well together. Aye. It's actually ridiculous. One of them, obviously, with Rangers, they must hate each other. But do you Aye, think it's might. that hate that kind of drives them on? Like, if I fuck up, then I'm letting Rangers down. If I fuck up, <laughs> then I'm letting Celtic down, mate. Yep. They're, they're incredible. See Cal McGregor, mate. He just intercepted everything. Yep, he was phenomenal. He, he maybe gets higher praise than Ryan Jack because he's, he's interceptions yep. but see the, the off the ball work that Ryan Jack does for but he's, he's been doing it for years though yep. and people don't appreciate what Ryan Jack brings to the team he's a mm-hmm. total engine room he's a total playmaker I just he's so that. composed on the ball and McGregor just was intercepting everything he was tracking back Robertson was getting forward he was filling in for Robertson and when O'Donnell was getting forward Jack was filling in for O'Donnell Aye, as you're saying there, McGregor gets more, he gets noticed more, but I think that's because he gets slightly more freedom than Jack. Mm-hmm. He's, McGregor's more of a box to box than Jack is, I think that's. McGregor's yes, better aye, yes, than Jack is, but Jack's a better defensive midfielder. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but aye, McGregor, so he gets that kind of freedom, if you are, because they play mostly on the left side. It's maybe daft to push Ryan Jack up on the opposite side, but McGregor plays that triangle yep. with Tierney Robertson and McGregor. So I think he can push up with Robertson and still be covered. Um, but no, Jack was talking to somebody about it and he'd said Jack was unnoticeable, which is absolutely brilliant for the role that he was playing. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're sitting looking going, right, how is Ryan Jack playing? You don't notice him and that's exactly what you want for a yeah, whole midfielder. Yeah. Um, as you were mentioning about filling in at right back, that's what he does at Rangers. Mm-hmm. Tavernier bombs up the right wing, Ryan Jack comes in and covers and it allows Stephen O'Donnell to do the same thing because Jack knows that role inside out. Yep. Like, just the full team was set up brilliantly um, and that takes us to John McGinn, who I think, maybe controversially, was one of his worst performances in a Scotland shot. It wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't the player you'd used to see him. Like, of just running, get, getting Everton, every attack starts with him. Like, he was a bit... Yeah. I but, think he was really unlucky as well with that foul that went against him. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe he was outshone by a few of the, the Scotland players. I think other Scotland players had better performances than him, but he ran his cell into the deck. Yeah. He got took off, obviously, about maybe 70 minutes. Am I right in saying that? He was so. the one of the first to get took off for... It was 83rd. 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 Who was he the first to get taken off, aye? Um, first with uh, Lyndon Dykes, same thing. Lyndon Dykes, aye. Yeah. But I remember he went off and, mate, he looked fucked. Yeah. And everybody was complaining that he went, who came on for him? Who came Mick on for McLean. McLean. Yeah, it was McLean, aye. Aye, and everyone was complaining about that. Like, why take McGinn off? He's been working his socks it's off fucked. all night. Because he was, he was working abs- his socks aye, off. I know, aye. exactly. So, 
big pass marks for me for John McGinn if he's not in the team then the system doesn't work yeah. but that midfield three mate is like You're I don't know I'm just so ex- I'm so excited Aye. for the Euros mate because we've actually got a fucking class team yep. like see that exact team that played that's the team that needs to start in the Euros uh-huh. and see all these players that are now going to come out of retirement because we're now in the Euros <laughs> and see all these like see like Shea Adams for example mm. and he's like Oh, he's rejected Scotland in the past, like yep. the unders, and he'll probably want everyone will want a slice of the pie now. Aye. If you know what I mean. Aye. No, but John McGinn, I don't think it was his best game before because John McGinn's been absolutely brilliant for every game that he's played for Scotland. He was quiet compared to his standard, but he was still better than anybody else would have been in that role. Yep. I think had again talked about the foul that got given against him at the edge of the box, the ball came into him, he turned him beautifully. The I can't was it good eye, the centre half of Serbia, the one that was playing left centre back. Goodai, I think his name was. But is that what Dyke shouted? No, no, no. <laughs> so John McGinn takes it, turn, like, backs in and turns beautifully. Goodai's got both his arms around McGinn. That was a joke for Goodai. Goodai, mate. Oh, right, okay. That was a joke. But no, Goodai's got both arms around John McGinn, then drags him to the ground, and the ref gives a free kick to Serbia. Again, one of those moments where I'm going, fucking tonto at the telly. <laughs> Just in sheer panic. Um, Ryan Christie next. <sighs> Jesus, I think that just... He deserved it. He deserved Aye. his goal. And an iconic... I'm saying iconic as if I'm some sort of fucking celebrity. Not as iconic. <laughs> no, if you're talking it, about the interview, it's iconic. It, what? If you're talking about the interview. No, I wasn't. I was going to talk about his goal for me watching it in Carter's bedroom. <laughs> oh, right, okay, what would yeah. you call that? No iconic, but a memorable... Memorable moment. For aye. myself and myself only. Maybe Carter's, she might remember it. I, I, I mean, don't worry when they go in. Something I could... I, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, I was in the um, Benidorm. <laughs> Sorry, that ain't bruised right getting to me, man. No. No, I've got hundreds of gas and all that. You want to be able to see it for the webcam. All gas up because of Scotland, eh? Uh, <laughs> all gas going. Um, what was I even saying again? Christie. I write the goal, right? So, Christie's goal. McGregor does very well doing what he does. And he plays that ball into Christie. Mm-hmm. And then McGregor makes, he wants the one too. Ah, so, he makes like a really yeah. good run. Christie's first touch is horrendous. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just takes the option of passing it to Callum McGregor completely out of the game uh-huh. and at that exact moment yep. that he took that horrendous first touch I screamed at the telly fucking hell Christy like that <laughs> about three seconds later he scores that goal I don't know how he's managed to squeeze it in but he squeezed it in and I have just absolutely ate my words and you're going to remember that forever obviously Carter had yeah. to slag me after it she was like I just you shout that again you dick <laughs> I had I think I told the story before. I remember there was a Hamilton striker called Joel Thomas, and uh, he was just he was total shite. It's just similar. It's just a quick point. He very he was just total shite. But it's a similar story. He was out in the the left wing against Hibs. He gets subbed on, uh, and my brother was out up like and it's up just and arms just raging like why the fuck's here in left wing? He meant to be a centre forward. Then he banged an absolute scream. <laughs> aye, top, aye, aye. I told that. Aye. aye, you've told that. Aye, that's funny, man. It was absolutely brilliant. No, just that story reminded me of it there. And then we'll go with the bald maniac, um, now Scotsman, London Dykes. Aye. Did you forget his name there? No, I was trying to think of a way to build him up, but the bald maniac, now Scotsman, Saturday today. Aye. Aye. Um, I think, I don't even know what to say about him, he's just unplayable. Isn't Mate, he? he's unbelievable. Wins everything there. He won Brilliant literally everything. Like you you can feet. say that twice, he literally won everything. Aye. Right me his feet, he's something like... You keep hearing that Scotland have found the number nine that they need. There's a number nine that Spain could do me. Like he's absolutely phenomenal. Right. Like even when he's, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding on, but even when he's like looking, but he's got nothing on. So he, like there was a 
section of the game, I think it was the second half, the ball comes into his feet, he looks for the pass, there's nothing on, so he goes out wide, drives down the line, and then we get a throw in right at the corner flag. Right. Literally nothing. He managed right. to get that. And we spoke about Robertson's miss. Dykes with some excellent footwork to get past three defenders, leave Robertson completely open. He was phenomenal, unplayable, and I love yeah. the fact that he really went for the Scottish image of Hardman and went with the skinhead for it. I know, that was amazing, man. And then he's just like kicking about the... I think he's just even a good addition for the part that he must bring. I'm, I, I don't know about you, but I Scottish like people tend to... I, <laughs> Scottish people tend to love the Australian accent, right? Uh-huh. And Scottish people also tend to love the Irish accent. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. Like if I, if, when I speak to Australian people, I actually just sit there like fascinated with their yeah, accent, like a Foster's uh, and all that. They're just, you're just, just like, on the bar, I say, I mean, it's just amazing. And I think just him being in there gives it a kind of feel good factor. Aye. Probably looking at it a bit too much, but how many wins do you think are going to be called Linden this time in nine Aye, months? Be a good Aye. It's his Could, attitude as well. Named after where the night you were conceived. Pretty much. The couch. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> or how many Wayne's drink they're going to be called Marshall or what's the other kind of good names in there? Christy, is that like a kind like of Declan. common modern day? Declan? No, Declan Gallagher. Aye, I know, but I'm talking about names that the oh, modern right, generation. Okay. Oh, so second names that Linden, like, like Linden. Aye. Mate, Linden's actually quite a good name no, for a wee. call him Dykes. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you couldn't call him that in Scotland, no. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> then the subs we had, we had Kenny McLean. We had Ollie McBurney. Steve Clark's obviously made them try to see the game out. It's no panned out that way. Serbia get a lately equaliser, which again, is, I'm pretty sure everybody listening had the exact same thought of, fuck's sake, no again. Like, this is the most confident I've been going to a game that we're going to qualify. Yep. Like, Everton, just the stars aligned. Serbia beat Norway. We didn't have to play like so. Haaland and all these world-class players. We had Serbia. Obviously, it's still a good team, but like, arguably a better squad than us. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stars aligned, and when that goal went in, your heart sank a moment. But li- you thought, fuck, it's happened again. We're getting put out. Didn't know the team, they held out brilliantly. Nah, I totally agree. It's like, as soon as that goal went in, I didn't think we were going to win it. Aye. I thought, that's it. That's just Scotland. We can't do it. We'll <laughs> never be able to do it. And the momentum dropped so fucking much. And yep. Serbia came out in the extra time and they started blazing. pummeling Aye. on the pressure. And I was just like, this just isn't going to happen. And somehow, it fucking did. Aye, I think McBurney... Uh, again get a hard time I've actually put a tweet out getting him a hard time that he needs to pull his socks up both figuratively and literally because what the fuck is on with his socks right but um, he had a hard job for extra time because he came on as a striker to hold the ball up in the corner as we've seen him do a lot of times and then when it's saying extra time Serbia play attacking football when we're sitting 5-4-1 and a stiff 5-4-1 and he was like 40 yards away from the midfield mm-hmm. so he had literally a very 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 difficult task to do he did um, but when he stepped up for his penalty Yep, sort of. I mean, you see what it meant to him. Like, if anyone wants to question his passion and spirit, look at the, his reaction yeah. after scoring that penalty. Did you That's... agree with the subs then? Did you at the time? That Aye, they were at made? the time. Yep, hundred percent. Right, fair enough. Did I've seen know? it. No, I did. So uh-huh. I was ready to argue with you because a lot of people didn't agree I... with the subs, but they absolutely made sense. People were like, yeah. "Get Griffiths on. Why is Griffiths not on?" And you're like, "We're one nil up. We've, we've, we've got we the game one. We, don't we need to play game. direct football now. Yep. We need to sit back. We need to defend." We need to just defend our box and launch the ball up to McBurney mm-hmm. for his height, for his presence, and for him to he's like the time waste and get all the shit out the corner. Ah, exactly. So I totally agreed with the subs um, that he made. But aye, going into extra time now. Aye, we're going to extra time. Uh, Callum Patterson obviously came on in normal time as well and then get swapped out to right wing back. O'Donnell came off, Patterson's out right wing back. I thought 
that that was worried when that happened because he's not yep. played right back since the days of Hearts really. Yeah. And he was caught out a couple of times early on at right back. There was crosses get past him, the man get by him. But it, it, the, after five minutes in the position, they seemed comfortable again. Yeah. Um, and then David Marshall obviously makes that cracking save. Griffith comes on with three minutes to go. That was a hundred percent for penalties, wasn't it? I definitely like, take off aye. a defender and have an striker on just for the penalties. Mate, it was like if if he touched the ball at all in extra time, then one of his first touches was that penalty. Aye, I can't aye. remember him touching the ball. Aye, near can I. By the way, can we just talk about Griffiths for two seconds? His mentality, like it's been questioned mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. He's actual mentality yeah, but for him to go up and take that first penalty Aye, it's just superb and I credit to Griffiths he's been through it all and I'm pretty sure everyone that listens to the show will be able to relate to someone who's had issues in the past maybe with a friend or family Griffiths has had his fair share of that and he's had his fair share of abuse so for him to step up and put that penalty away as comfortably as he could, as he did. I leathered it because the keeper got a strong hand to be leathered it. Like, there was no doubt in his mind that that was getting. Aye, it wasn't the best penalty of the five though. By the Scott way, Scott McTominay. Aye, but we'll come back. We'll come back to the penalties. We'll, All we'll, right. We'll okay. Sorry. Um, no league reference. I think I it's just I can't. I didn't worry about saying. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I think that just shows you what Steve Clark's managed to do with the Scotland side. He's got everybody playing out of their skin for Scotland, which is something that's been missing. Like remember, Gordon Stratton came out and said that Scotland were genetically at a disadvantage. Because yep. they were two wee, like Stephen Stephen Clark's no interest in excuses. He's just interested in getting the job done, and he's done yeah. it perfectly. Uh, I think that's us done for going through the team because nobody else came on. No, so we'll go extra time. There wasn't really much. We've covered that. that Serbia were all over us, and then we went to penalties. As you mentioned, Tammy uh, Griffiths is the first penalty taker. He steps up. He slots at home. Uh, kind of had every fan's heart in their mouth because the keeper got a strong hand to it. Then Tadic steps up for Serbia, puts it in the middle, and it was the only penalty that David Marshall never went the right way for. Aye. Like, he went the right way for every single penalty bar the first one, and he went down the middle. You're yeah. never going to see a keeper stand still for the first penalty or a penalty shoot. Yeah. Uh, the best penalty, I think, was Scott McTominay. He's put it proper bottom corner, right in the side net, and whip yourself. Aye, Scott McTominay as well. That was my favourite. I was night. so nervous when I seen him hitting it because obviously he's a midfielder, but you think he was a defender for Scotland. Yeah. You're like, oh, why have we got a defender on a penalty? Aye. But slaughtered at home, Cammy's like improper in the corner. Yep. Wasn't that a bad penalty? And I think everyone took their penalty, apart from Griffiths, and put it hard and low. That's what you get taught yeah. when you're hitting penalties. Keep it low, don't put it high. Just make it harder to keep it to get. Aye. Uh, there was one penalty for Serbia. I can't remember who took it, but it was almost as good as McTominay's, but I was, David Marshall was so close to getting his hand on it. It was the fourth penalty they took. Aye. Dive to his writing was a whisker off it, but aye, it was called a bottom aye. corner. And then the actual save that he makes to win the game. Oh, aye. He gets to, like, Mitrovic puts, that's a great penalty, taking the hand away from it, but Marshall just, as I said earlier, the stars aligned for Scotland to finally yeah, qualify. Yeah, yeah, It was like one of the most iconic moments since I was born for Scotland, just him saving that penalty. Who scored the actual winner? McLean, wasn't it? McLean, well, aye, McLean scored the, the fifth one for us. Right. Aye. But what I thought was absolutely brilliant, right, and I love seeing this happening. Mitrovic is apparently the best penalty taker in that team. He's, he takes them for Fulham, he's always took them for. Yeah. If there's a penalty in the game, it's Mitrovic who takes it, and he's went for the fifth kick because he wants to be the man that sends him through. He ah, wants right, to be the, okay, the glory penalty. 
and he fucked it and get them put Aye, out. That's true. It's so beautiful to see it. Like, remember Drogba done it for Chelsea in the Champions League against Bayern? Yep. He went fifth and then scored the penalty that won it. Yeah. Mitrovic has tried it and fucked it. He so does that mean we can get Serbia tops with Mitrovic on the back of it now? Aye, Mitrovic zero. zero. Aye, Mitrovic five for his fifth penalty. Aye, Mitrovic five now. Aye. So who was the other penalty takers for us? For us, we had, um, so first was Griffiths, then was McGregor. Make then Mc, McTominay, McBurnley, McLean. Mick, 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 Mick. Aye. Four Micks and Griffiths. Aye. Mate, see, like, other countries, do you think they look at that and just go, at, let's see how similar like, everybody in Iceland's called Son because oh, of daughter. Finn Bogus, Finn Bogus and stuff. Mate, like, every, okay, yeah, every single Icelandic person has got Son at the end of uh-huh. their name. Do you think people look at Scotland like that? But it's actually not true because you're like a clan, I'm a clan. Uh-huh. There's hundreds of clans in Scotland. And you've also got Mick and Mack. There's just Aye. a lot of Scottish things, but it's just a bit mad that you had four mix. It's more like a Dutch one and Iceland one, the van thing. Aye, like, that, like that. But you get my idea. Because van is son of, isn't it? And that's what Mark is yeah. as well. It's son of, it's just that. And that's of... the same as Iceland. So it's son oh, of. It's... Oh, well, that makes sense. Aye. Right? That's, okay. uh, at the end of it, it's son, and then the girls uh-huh. are called daughter. So there's this one, that's the one that I can name is band CrossFit one uh-huh. that she's on Netflix <laughs> I don't even know what it's called Survival of the Fittest or something like that and there's honey's Icelandic birds in it and they're all called like <laughs> Catherine's David's daughter so they're all called daughter at the end similar to the song like, so it would be Arnold Sigurdsson daughter Aye, aye, exactly, <laughs> okay. mate. So they're all called Gilfie stuff Sigurd's like daughter. Aye, <laughs> mate, okay? aye, so it's like aye, it's like D-O-T-T-I-R Oh, right, okay. I don't know that. Aye. You learn something new every day. There you go. Oh, every day is a school day. Oh, good to sleep. Time for this week's starting oven, which will undoubtedly be the second best starting oven of this week because nothing's beaten that Scotland squad. <laughs> yeah, the starting oven this week is a squad of glorious failures of Scotland in the past. In the last 22 years, all the occasions where we have narrowly missed out on qualifying or moments where we should have and just didn't, pretty much. See, you put that in perspective. Here's a list of the, the the countries of Europe that haven't qualified for a major tournament since 1998. To put it in a perspective of how we're cursed. So teams the same standard as right? Okay. Pretty much, and it just highlights that we must be cursed if uh-huh. there are teams like this. Andorra, Armenia, Arbat. As, I, I can never say Azerbaijan. that. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, I call them Arbezushan. Um, <laughs> Belarus, Cyprus, Estonia, the Faroe Islands, Gibraltar, Israel, Kazakhstan, we'll go into that in a bit, Kosovo, Liechtenstein, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, Moldova, Montenegro, Macedonia, and Scotland. That's so shocking. see if you actually think about the teams. Like, mate, we must be cursed. Well, it'd be fair, there's a few teams in that that have gave us a run for the money, like, as you said, <laughs> Kazakhstan. Aye, uh, we're good. <laughs> Faroe Islands. Gora FC. Uh, there's a few of them that have gave us a good. And uh, shout out Macedonia as well for mm-hmm. qualifying for their first ever major tournament. Aye. And Pandev finally, Aye. finally doing it for them. Aye, I know, mate. That's that. He scored against us. Uh, he's still gone. Like, he's their only player that North Macedonia have ever produced. Is it? Aye. Well, that's incredible. Well, <laughs> well you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Aye. Have you just clicked? <laughs> did you think I actually meant that? No, I was thinking there was some sort of north. No, I was thinking some sort of north Macedonia, South Macedonia, and like to no, mind anyone, right? Okay. Oh, I, actually, I looked it up a couple of years ago because I always just thought Macedonia because you look at Aye. tables and that, and you always just see Macedonia. But then they were playing Macedonia something to Well, I don't actually know, but I look, uh, basically they were playing Scotland, yeah. and it was all Macedonia playing Scotland, Macedonia playing Scotland, and then when it came up in the telly, it said North Macedonia, and I was like, I Aye. thought we well, were just playing Macedonia. So me being 
a geek, if you like, <laughs> looked it up, and the reason is because Macedonia is Greek. There's a place in Macedonia, uh, sorry, there's a place in Greece called Macedonia, so uh-huh. they then couldn't call their country Macedonia okay. because there's a region that is on the board. I keep bumping because of this iron brew. There's a region that is literally on the border between Greece and Macedonia that's called North Macedonia, which is actually belonging to Greece. Uh-huh. So it was a big, like, it's massive. Co- aye, there's a big dispute and there's big controversy between Greece and North Macedonia, as they're called, um, about the naming and stuff like that. So that's the reason for that. That's, they're actually called... a skill day, aye. aye. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but. As I said, look, but mate, see when that goal went in, the one McTominay lost his man and Jovic uh-huh, scored. Yep. Did you just think the curse was continued? No, no, I tweeted it out as well. Keep calm, I've got this. I had full faith in the No, you did say earlier in the podcast you thought that we were going to get beat. But... Yeah, thought for a split second. Uh, what I said, <laughs> thought for a split second, oh, fuck, <laughs> here we go. But then just the mood about the team. So let's just go into this starting 11. Starting 11 is something we've done for school. I don't know how pals do it. It's just instead of a top 10, it becomes a starting 11. So, so top 11, effectively. Aye. So this week, as I said earlier, it's glorious failures. All those times of Scotland nearly done it, but no quite. All the times that have made this qualification that much better for us. All these hard times I've had to suffer, we're now in amongst it. So in goals, we start off with 99, Scotland versus England. Are we doing this in a timeline as well, yeah? Aye, so we'll do it in chronological order, starting with... 98 all the way up to now. So, England 1999, the playoffs. Oof. We played them. That's a winner to start with, isn't it? Played us at Hamden, they beat us 2 0. Paul Scholes got a double. We then went to Wembley, beat them 1 0. A Hutchison header, yes, I believe. Don Hutchison. Yep. Um, and that left it to get 2 1. Almost mounting a comeback yep. to get it, but again, typical Scotland fashion. Typical. No quite doing it. Dubbed the Battle of Britain. Aye. I think that's a good one to kick us off with, Leicester. Uh, the next one that I've got is the 2002 World Cup qualifiers, right? So we've the group table looked like Croatia were first, uh-huh. second was Belgium, and then two points behind Belgium was none other than Scotland and third. There's a common theme, by the uh-huh. way, through this, that we, fi- we seem to finish third quite a lot. Yep. And we also have hundreds of two two draws in there. Uh, two old draws are a staple part of the Scotland football campaign. Aye, so even in the starting eleven. There's always a 2-2 draw. People don't really realise this. Uh-huh. But see, when you look up all the howlers of games, especially games where we go two up uh-huh. or we take the lead twice, we, we fuck it and we bottle it every single time. So there's hundreds of 2-2 draws in the Scottish history from 1998 to 2020. So this one, there was a 2-2 draw in there and it was none other than Belgium, the team that we finished two points behind. So we Had took... they won? Was I above them? Yes. Aye, right, okay. Aye, so Dodds, Billy Dodds scored twice. Their name. And we threw it away and Belgium ended up drawing two each ways and then they obviously went on to the uh, qualify. So that was a bit yeah, a heartbreak um, after the England one. Uh-huh. Then the next one is... The... So you're doing right back then, centre back, aye? So you've got your first centre back. Oh, sure we agreed on this. Oh, what was that? I was going to do again. <laughs> I shot myself there. Um, oh, it was the Faroe the Islands Faroe one. Islands, yeah. Right, okay, so Faroe... Aye, mate. Jeez, I can't believe I forgot about this. Right, so, actually, people might not even remember this. People maybe just blocked out of their mind. We drew two each with the Faroe Islands. It was during the 2004 Euro qualifiers. It was one of Bertie Vogue's first games in charge. Barry Ferguson managed to score, and I just... I, I think... Oh, that's Barry what I Ferguson actually scored for Scotland, Jesus. Aye, I know, and that's... 
all I need to say. Like, we drew two each with the Faroe Islands. That's Aye. all I need to say Crack on that. team, but again, just underachieving as usual. Aye. The next centre-back we have was, I've went to another playoff here. It was the Scotland-Holland one. We right. played them at Hamden. Uh, and we they won. We same, won one same qualifying campaign. Uh, the same one as the Faroe Islands. This is the playoff. I so we we won. We beat Holland one 0 at Hamden. Everton's Peachy. A great goal for James McFadden. I'm sure everybody listening has seen this goal at some point. Everybody loved it. I seen it um, before the Serbia game because it was Darren Fletcher and um, McFadden in the studio, and it was them two that created the goal. goal. Yeah, the call like James McFadden plays a corner shot, gets it back, and then beats Edwin Van der Sar at his far post here, an absolute nothing angle, like almost like Van Basten. Poetic, Aye. but then we just seemed to annoy them, didn't we? And then went over there and they pumped us no, no. six 0 And I had in the now that was on the nineteenth of November, nine uh, two thousand and three. We beat six 0 on my sixth birthday. Aye, that's no. quite fitting. Right, and see what else as well. See, um, Bertie Vogues obviously was known for capping so many Scotland players. Uh-huh. He capped Dan Fletcher and McFadden. So although people always criticise him, him that brought them in, aye, aye, oh, they, right, they okay. two were mate. They were young as anything, aye, even in the club. Yeah. But he capped forty players. He capped forty players. Right, okay, sixty we'll... players played under him. Uh huh. But forty players, he gave he the first cap. Aye. Right, we'll just get it in the now. He's the manager of the squad, Bertie Vogues. <laughs> we're all going to hold that after the end. But we you said we would say at this point. <laughs> so Bertie Vogues manager because the amount of players that he actually let in. But this is starting eleven. If it was Bertie Vogues doing it, it'd probably be a starting. 60 or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I 200. Yeah, so I think you've got left back now, haven't you? Yes, the left back is that this is probably one that still hurts every single Scotland fan to this day. Sorry, this button. I know. <laughs> but it's this is the closest that we've been obvious, other than the game against Serbia the other night. This is the, the closest that we've came for me we finished on 24 points uh-huh. two points behind world cup winners and the world cup finalists obviously france and italy yep. for the 2006 world I cup mate and what a fucking swing we gave at it if it wasn't for corruption aye. i think everybody knows what happened uh-huh. it's uh, it's famously alex mcleish he got a phone call i'm fine i'm sorry i give a wee bit of uh, background into the game we were going to, we were playing Italy, so we beat France home and away. We'd get results at Ukraine and, uh, and Georgia. Just what I mentioned, we've went past 45 minutes. I said in the intro it's going to be 45 minutes, so we just say fuck it. Aye. That's I've got an hour, 15 minutes. I've got <laughs> okay, left in there. Yeah, it's only about this. You might turn off. Aye. <laughs> Don't. So it was going into the, the Italy game at Hamden, and I think Scotland was on its feet. If we got mm-hmm. a draw, we would have qualified. If we'd have won, we'd have definitely qualified. Again, a good team. A very good team, and I think. Scotland held its breath. I just remember the pubs. I was in Straven at my dad's, and we tried to go and watch the game at a, a pub called the Buck's Head, and we went there, mate. Queued out, oh, yep. totally queued out. So went back to his and watched it, and it was just heartbreak. And Alex McLeish famously says that the game was corrupt yep. because he got a phone call from an Italian journalist, a woman. He says mm-hmm. a couple of days before the game, and says, "Do you really think that your little Scotland are going to get in the way?" of France and Italy and he uh-huh. was like oh hold on a wee minute here because in Scotland we don't talk things like this and she was like oh Mr McLeish it's all that's spoke about here uh-huh. if the referee has a 50-50 to make <laughs> then he'll favour the Italians and sure enough um, Alan Hutton how on earth it wasn't a foul on Alan Hutton if you can't remember the foul please go on to YouTube and type it in uh-huh. Alan Hutton gets taken out of the game and the ref actually gives a, a free kick for Italy. Aye. And from that, they score. Uh-huh. 
uh-huh. Barry Ferguson scored. It was one each. Yep. He scored an equaliser. Hamden went half its heed. And then Italy ended up winning 2-1 through Luca Tony that st- stemmed for that free kick. So that one was a real sore one and that's just adds to the curse that I was talking about. Yep. It was um, a pendulum a couple of weeks ago. It's the curse. curse week. I'm just going to throw in, that was the same group where McFadden scored that goal against France. Aye. I think everybody needed oh, forgetting. You know, that's one of those moments you know where you were also mm-hmm. in the living room. Um, the next one I have is certainly, no, I've went right mid, sorry. I went, nearly jumped the gun there. I went uh, right mid and it's the 2012 Euro campaign. It was a 2 all draw with the Czech Republic. Another 2 Oh, We took the lead twice, as usual. We went 1-0 up. Two, aye, it was another 2-0, aye. So we went 1-0 up. Czech Republic equalised. We went 2-1 up. I think it was Fletcher and Miller. No, I can't remember what order it was, but they were the two goal scorers. I think it was Miller first and Fletcher second. And then Czech Republic got a 90th minute penalty. That wasn't a penalty. Danny Wilson playing with Scotland, just getting his big money move for Rangers to Liverpool. Uh, Rosicki plays a, a ball through a Cadillac, I believe was the Czech Republic striker's name. No contact, falls over, gets a penalty. Mate, that was never a penalty. Never a like, penalty. And, and that's done us. And if we won that game, we'd have qualified. Uh-huh. And, and then, that is like the 90th minute that that's happened. Yep. And after their penalty, Christoph Berra, of all folk, gets into <laughs> the box. I don't know what, I don't know what he's Aye. doing, but he's cutting in for the left wing in the box. Gets a tackle, he, he goes down off easy. But there's more contact in that tackle than there was in the one for Czech Republic. Yep. And Bella gets booked for diving. Aye, and but by the way, that's a penalty. Yep. That game is just sums up everything. Yep, the curse. That's the curse. That's just that's corruption actually. That game was absolute corruption. That was worse than the Italy game. Aye. And then I'm going to go to the other Czech Republic game of that group. That makes sense. Centre mid. Hmm. Is this your centre mid? This is centre mid. Sorry, I the the other Czech Republic game of that group, which was the infamous four six zero. That's just basically, if you if you need a definition, I keep hitting the mic. Right. If you need a definition for glorious failures, then that's it. Four six zero. Four six zero. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <That's>... no <matter>. <laughs> <laughs> right, fair enough. Um, the two thousand sixteen Euros is next, and you'll never believe it. A two two draw. No. And it didn't just happen once in this campaign with the same team. It happened twice. We yeah. drew with Poland, home oh, and away. Yeah. 2-0 right? <laughs> but the second one was more painful than the first I was actually at the game and we took the lead twice and uh-huh. we were mate, see if we would have won that game we'd have qualified yep. do you know what I mean and in the 94th minute I'm not joking it was one of the like it was a it was a packed Hamden Aye. because everybody knew this is a game because Poland were our biggest competitors. Aye, Ireland, the, 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 the top seed in the group. Aye. aye, aye. So everybody knew. I can't remember. There was a no. There was another team that were above them and they were running away with it. Was it right? okay. Aye, and then it was between Scotland, Ireland, and um, Poland. Germany. It was Germany. Germany. So it was Germany were a top seed team, and then it was between. So it was a kind of a tough group. Yep. So Ireland, Scotland, and Poland, but. Poland were obviously the team we, we had to beat. Mm-hmm. Went over to Poland in the first leg, drew two each. Yep. And the second one, it was just that, it was getting towards the very end and everybody knew we have to win this game. And we were doing it. It was a, it was that screamer for Richie and another screamer for, for Stephen Fletcher. And I remember we, we were right up in the front row um, in the main stand um, mm-hmm. and Fletcher scored that goal and cupped his ears and I was just like nah this is happening this is the night <laughs> the night's it, happening the swagger about the players and all that yep. Wait, 90, Hamden started to move it was the 94th minute right and every, the game they were out Poland were pish right they couldn't string two passes I'll never forget this so we started heading down but we never leave early so we just like kind of head down towards the aye stand and wait a bit aye, you have a wee I, over 
with just ISOs that you're ready to bounce as soon as the whistle goes. Yep. They get a free kick, but you're just thinking, it's finished, like, yeah. we're going to do it. Still finished, 94th minute. You want to see this goal. It is the worst goal you'll ever get. It's a, it's a goal, it's a I remember goal. it's but actually it's actually David Marshall in goals, and he should, he should save it. I don't care. I'm uh, not being negative on him, but it's just this game haunts me. Mate, the last touch of the ball. I'm not even joking. The last touch in right. Lewandowski scores, and you want to see this goal. It, another one to just sum up the curse. It was just ridiculous, and they drew two each. <laughs> it's just a common theme, isn't it? Right, two each again. Aye, so that, was that centre mid? Yep. So now you have a right mid for us. Left mid. Left mid. I've done the right mid. Sorry, I've done the right by mid. Four four two. By the way, right. just keep it simple. And it's another two two draw. No. This one's more obvious. 2018 World Cup, the one with England. Yeah. At Hamden. I don't even need to explain all this because we've explained it in every single podcast aye, about the scenes. When, it's been in every episode, so aye. But that was another 2 2. Mate, every single. There's always a 2 2 draw. Aye, I know. I, I, I actually blame Craig Gordon, but. I've been looking out. Aye. I'm the same. Uh, so I'll go first striker then. Yes. Right, okay, so I've went Scotland, Slovenia. Just absolute scumbaggery of Slovenia in this game. So same this campaign, I sorry. Same campaign. I same campaign as the, the Griffiths uh, free kicks against England. I this one was heartbreaking. I remember being at the pub for this one. Uh, Another one of the games because I was with you that I the country holds its breath and yep. everybody packs into the pubs and Could stuff. You guess the score. Was it wasn't it two all? Was it was two all. Was it actually? It was two all. Yep. Snodgrass and uh, Griffiths scored. Mate, so I can't remember who scored the goals, but it was oh, two all. So if we, if right, this is a this is a bit of a strange one, right? So we were playing Slovenia, but Slovakia were also in the group, right? Right. So Slovakia finished second on twenty points. Had we won the game, we would have got twenty one points, which would have right. put us into the playoff position. Uh, but because Slovakia finished on twenty points, they never got the playoff position. Aye, because it was the third best. Aye, aye. Uh-huh. So I remember that. Slovenia were the ultimate shit house against us. We were playing yep. their biggest rivals. Aye, like. They could have went Slovakia only getting through and it can be because of us because we let Scotland win, yep. right? Didn't it happen? Slovakia finished second in the group, get nothing. Had we finished second with the goal and they had a big centre-half, Bruno Cesar, that was just an absolute wank that game. Just still centre-half for being a dick and Darren Fletcher missed a sitter aye. in like the 90th minute of volley oh, for, the mate, 80, for the penalty spot aye. of volley and he bound it over the bar. Yep. Another heartbreaking one of a 2-0 draw. Aye, exactly. <laughs> mate, that's, that's actual, this, is, this starting 11 is just Prove that cost yep. the two old draw. Right, the last addition, the last addition to the actual squad, the sh- the other striker is for the twenty twenty qualifiers. You can't leave it out. Three 0 against Kazakhstan. They were certainly like two hundred in the nice. qualifiers. It is <laughs> nice. Um, Graham Shinney certainly wasn't that night. Very nice, but he was. <laughs> he was three, I I don't need to say much because it's fresh in the head, so you don't really need to explain it too much. Bye. 3-0 against Kazakhstan, what, 200 from the coefficient or something like that. It was something mad, yep. and they beat us, so that was that was um, a night to forget for Scotland. Yep, as you said, manager was Bertie Volks, and that wraps up the starting 11 for this week, folks. Yep. Right, boom. Scotland quiz, Hammy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready? Ready. Oh, I've not got a minute. Jeez, I'll, I'll get a minute. You get a minute on the phone. Yep. So, 10 questions, one minute. Yep. As Six always. Per question. <laughs> Don't you stop watch your timer so we get the at the minute. Oh I sorry, I always do not. I know. Right, okay, you ready? Yep. Okay, your time starts as soon as I finish the first question, okay? Okay. Who is Scotland's record cap holder? Dal- Kenny Dalgleish. Kenny Dalgleish. Who was in goals <laughs> for France when McFadden scored that goal? 
pick it out, Landro. Who scored Scotland's last goal at a major tournament? Craig Burley. Who did Scotland play in the opener of the uh, 1998 World Cup? Brazil. Who is the only player to score at three consecutive World Cups? Joe Jordan. Who was the manager after Burley? George Burley. Uh, Levine. Who's Scotland's top goal scorer? It's joint. It's Dennis Lawand, Kenny Douglish, Ferry. Who's Scotland's? Who scored? Sorry, Scotland's fourth penalty against Serbia. McBurney. Complete the song. We're on the march with Ali's army. The dreadful pandemic. Oh, fuck, no. Just pass it, pass it. <laughs> Who scored the winner against Czechoslovakia <laughs> to get us to the 1974 World Cup? <laughs> Joe Jordan again. <laughs> and the neck of time. Was it Adju? Mate, what did so, I just say? So, complete the song. We're on the march with Ali's army. But the dreadful... What is that again? You keep, you keep saying the dreadful pandemic for the East. But that's COVID, but it's uh, we are on, we are going to the Argentine. Oh my god! <laughs> so a pretty convincing performance, oh mate. That's a nine god. out of ten. That's, was that true? Aye, that's a nine out of ten, mate. A lot better than our usual sixes. That mate, been that's class. Nah, that's a very good one. And I didn't was the one I mucked it up on. Aye. You gave me that one, no? No. I t- mate, I just told you that. So why would I give you that? No, but I just. <laughs> No, that honestly, I'm not even kidding on that. Actual completely left my head there. No, so you got them all right, apart from the song. I'm not quite sure how you've managed. You've got confused. That's the third time you've sang that song on this podcast, I know. Mate, I, I honestly thought I had that one. I Aye. thought I was. I was just going to say it because I know that song so well. Okay, thanks I'm very much. I'm really shake them up when we win the World Cup. Aye, so that one. Up, yeah. Mate, aye. Nothing to do with the pandemic for the East. dreadful one. Okay, thanks very much, folk, for listening to the, uh, the podcast as usual. If you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, you can do so. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at TAPundits, that'd be hugely appreciated as well. We're active on there as much as we can be talking about games. See you just as well. See if you've enjoyed this segment of the the podcast, this week's edition. Obviously, it's been on Scotland. We've got to the qualify. It's going to do us a favour and maybe retweet it and can try and pass. get it about. It's going to help us grow. Aye. Thanks very much. Cheers, Jim. Cheers, Jim.